to I Can Become on I Can Radio. My name is Henry C. I am 12 years old and I live in Portland, Oregon. I like gaming, cats, and podcasting. When I grow up, I would like to become a podcaster. So my friends at I Can Radio have arranged for me to talk to Eric O'Keefe, best known as Mr. Eric from What If World. I want to ask him some things about what it takes to become a podcaster what he wanted to become when he grew up, and why he decided to start podcasting. I also would like to learn about what is hard about podcasting and also what is the most fun. So let's meet my new friend, Mr. Eric from What If World. Hey there, folks. It's me, Mr. Eric, from the podcast What If World Stories for Kids. I am really excited today because I am meeting my friend Henry, who actually listens to the show, and he's going to ask me some questions. Henry, thank you so much for having me on your show. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to meet you, honestly. I'm a big fan of What If World, so I'm really happy to meet you. Thank you for being here. This was, this was a pleasant surprise for both of us. So what did you want to be when you grow up initially? I'll try to give the shortest answer because there was like a hundred different things. But a veterinarian because my brother wanted to be one. Then an artist because he wanted to be one. Then a storyteller, which I didn't know what that was. So like an author and a TV writer and a comedian and a teacher for a long time, a teacher. And then really a podcaster was only the last thing (laughs) when I kind of like fell into it. Podcasting didn't exist when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. So what is it like podcasting? What's it like being a podcaster? I've had a lot of tough jobs. Being a teacher was probably the toughest job I ever had. And it was very rewarding, but it was it took a lot of energy and time. Podcasting takes a lot of energy and time too. But I have to say of of all the jobs I've done, there's there's a lot that's easier about it because I get to work out of my home. Uh, so there's a lot of time spent on a computer staring on a screen. But at the same time, I get to tell my own stories and kind of make my own schedule. And that has been a real boon, especially since becoming a parent. I know a little bit about teaching, too, because my mom used to be a teacher. And now she's actually a principal at a school in my district. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations to her. She like just got the job. It's her first year, so... First year as principal, oh, well, I'm sure that comes with a lot of challenges, both for for you and for her, getting used to a a big new job like that. And yeah, it's it's like even when you get this dream job, like podcasting is is my dream job. I didn't know until I had it, but it's still it's always gonna be it's always gonna be work because we're we're trying to give back. That's what work is, right? Giving back to the the world around you so that we can all you know grow together. How old were you when you first got into podcasting? Oh, man. I So I was in my 30s. It was, I mean, I listened to podcasts in my late 20s was when I first started listening to podcasts. So, you know, just to, just for listeners out there, it's like finding what you want to be is a journey. It can take a while. And I was listening to podcasts being like, these are pretty fun. Didn't really decide I wanted to do one until my wife, uh, well, heard me telling a story to my nephew and was like, oh, you're pretty good at this. Maybe you could make it into a podcast. What is something I should focus on at school to become a good podcaster? Wow, that's a great question. The answer, I'm afraid, is anything that brings you joy. 
because a podcast can be about almost anything and they get more and more niche the more and more thousands and millions that are released. So if you find something, a subject in school that you like, dig into it, explore, go out of your way to research it, have your parents take you to the library or, you know, do a guided <laughs> internet search uh, to find more materials to learn and dig and dig. And you might find a story there uh, or many, many stories that you just feel the need to share. And that's kind of where a lot of podcasts start. What has been your favorite moment podcasting? Oh, wow. Um... My kid, my my eldest child, whose name is Cal, just started listening to the podcast. I I played a lot of episodes that Cal overheard when they were a baby, like a really, really little baby, didn't really know what was going on, would occasionally laugh or chuckle. But now actually hearing the show and sort of uh, starting to do a a JF Cat impression... (laughs) I can, do really it. I can do a pretty me. good JF Cat impression, too. You could share it with me right now if you're so inclined. I'm JF Cat. How was that? That was it. That was absolutely <laughs> incredible. Meow. Meow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is? What do you think the hardest part about podcasting is? Um... You know, sometimes it's a little lonely. A lot of jobs, ha- most of my jobs, I've been on my feet. I worked as at a restaurant for many, many years, always talking to lots of people. I worked as a teacher for many years. I was always on my feet. I was never sitting. So podcasting is, is a lot, there's a lot more sitting and a lot more alone time than I am used to. So I now I really, really, really need my social time and no matter what your job is, it's going to take a toll or your career or your passion. It'll, you know, it'll take some kind of toll on you. You're going to have to find a way to to recharge your batteries one way or the other. And for me, it's, you know, spending time with my family and, and, uh, and my friends. If you weren't a podcaster, what would you be doing? Whoa. Uh, I was managing a restaurant was the last job I had on, on I'm sorry to say. I mean I I liked doing it. It was just a lot of work. I was teaching before, but I my my wife and I were trying to save up to start a family. I had to go back to restaurant work just to make a little bit more money and that gave me the freedom uh, and the creative energy to to start the podcast. And so I started What If World and that was my creative outlet. I used to be a Patreon for the show and I remember actually oh, getting you. a letter for you from Yeah. You. Yeah, we tried to find it before we came here, but we couldn't find it. They are they are very very tiny letters. I you know it's it's a it's a lot of work. That's it's a it's a joy to send out those mailings, but yeah, it is a lot of work. And thank you for supporting the show. I w- uh, I, I definitely would not have gotten through those early years if not for people um, supporting the show on on Patreon. So I I really appreciate that. I also really enjoyed the postcards that came with it because that was it. I got them with the um, Girls and Goblins postcards, and I really enjoyed those because I don't know if I've used any of them, but I really enjoyed those because I'm a big fan of the Girls and Goblins episodes. Oh, oh, I'm happy to hear that. I never yeah. know because it's so weird. It's like a show within a show, and there's dice yeah. rolling. I love role playing Great. games. I'm in the middle of I'm in the middle of a D and D campaign right now, actually. What can you tell me about your character in the D and D campaign? I usually play, I think, it, I'm pretty sure his name's Adrian. He's an elf wizard. 
elves and wizards, we are kindred spirits because most of my players were either elves or wizards. I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and that's just the thing. It's like your, your, your hobbies can sometimes fuel your passions. I added guilds and goblins to What If World because I loved playing Dungeons and Dragons. And there, there are things about Dungeons and Dragons that, you know, for, for a kid's audience, I'm like, or really for anyone, I was like, I don't always want, I don't want to have my game be about slaying monsters. And like new D&D games, you don't, that doesn't have to be the case anymore. But so Guilds and Goblins is a lot more about problem solving and stuff. So yeah. it just, yeah. it's just, uh, yeah, you can, you can always just, if you pursue your passions and really tr like put thought and creativity in them and, and bring joy to them rather than just, you know, grinding away like at, at a video game, a video game can be a passion, but as long, uh, you know, it's just like, you got, you got to kind of try to like build it into something. And then that something can be what the, can help turn into whatever you're gonna do when you're a grown-up one or one of the many things you might do as a grown-up yeah there's a lot of different variations of dungeons and dragons similar dungeons and dragons games mm -hmm. in kids media mm -hmm. but i think guilds and goblins is my favorite ah that really that really means a lot especially from uh, a fellow tabletop rpg aficionado so thank you henry Oh, okay, so Henry, I, I am really excited to know that you are a fan of the show. Do you have any what-if questions to pose? Yeah, I do, actually. Here? I've had one for quite a while. Um, it's <laughs> kind of changed a little bit, but my mm -hmm. question is, what if it started raining electric guitars? Oh, electric guitars. Oh, I love it. I love it because... Um, much like a much like a, a good prank, it's just it's a it's kind of it's kind of weird, and you know parts of it are like a little uncomfortable, <laughs> but it's like but ultimately harmless. I mean, yes, we don't want to get rained on by electric guitars, but like I just love the visual of that. Just this is how the ideas turn into episodes, right? I I, I usually. I'm talking in my mind to like the different characters. So I might be like, oh, maybe Zach starts taking guitar lessons or something. Um, who, who do you think would pick up an electric guitar in What If World? Um, yeah, I think Zach would probably do, or maybe Popolo. It'd be really funny to see and hear Popolo trying to play a guitar. That's pretty funny. Oh, that is really funny. I like that because like, Papa, yeah, I, that makes total sense. Papaloo would be like, yeah, okay, uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spice things up. Uh, you know, people think I'm so boring. I'm gonna learn how to play the guitar. And he'd be like plucking away at it, just be like, this is hard. I don't. This is way too hard. Why don't? Why can't that just the guitars play themselves? And like in his process <laughs> of wishing, for, uh, somehow he he accidentally makes it just start raining guitars, uh, electric guitars everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, whoa, that sounds yeah. pretty good. They're jamming out there. <laughs> then he goes out uh, and finds uh, out it's raining electric guitars. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're all just, they're just, it's just like making music almost by accident. Uh, <laughs> As they fall and hit the ground, it's just like playing notes. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Henry. Uh, well, we I guess we already have audio of it. Well, thank you. I, I love I love getting new questions, and it's it's really best. Uh, like 
my show, I make it by myself a lot of the time, but it's so good. I love recording stories with other people because then we can, yeah, we can do this. They can be that back and forth. And that, that is, uh, I think a lot of artists, uh, just only trust their own instincts. And, and I would, I would say that talking to others, sharing your art with others can all, can almost always, uh, help it to, to grow. Well, Joe Pugh, speaking of falling musical instruments, what do you get when you drop a banjo down a mine shaft? When you drop a banjo down a mine shaft, uh, well, I don't know. A flat minor. <laughs> Ouch. That that's uh oh, that's a good that's a good joke. I got to remember that one. Thanks for joining the show. I had a lot of fun interviewing you. It was really nice to meet you. Absolutely. Likewise, Henry. I had so much fun meeting you. Thank, thanks for having me. Goodbye. All right. Good luck. Thank you for listening to I Can Become with me, Henry C. I have learned so much from talking to Mr. Eric, such as finding something I'm passionate about and using it in my podcast. Now I'm really inspired to work on my podcast, Time Warp. What do you want to become when you grow up? Why not tell my friends that I can? Just visit iCanRadio.org and let them know on the contact page. And maybe you can interview someone cool, just like I did. I'd like to thank my guest, Eric O'Keefe. Because of you, I now know I can become a podcaster. Next week on I Can Become, Clementine learns what it takes to become a baker. See what I Can is whipping up at iCanRadio.org. <laughs>